Get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pete Millionaire and Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're coaching you here every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or... Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So we are coming closer into our How to Maximize Any Moment series. And I can tell you something. That makes this series actually do what is told and actually go back and read the word of the Lord, there are going to be great rewards for you and those who are connected to you. On today, I was um, just up and, you know, being grateful about how maximizing moments literally made me a millionaire. And I want to share with you some things about fear. I know we came from how to be fearless and fail forward. But God now started giving me some other downloads on fear. And I can tell you that one of the ways to maximize a moment is to turn fear into fuel. And there are some components to that, too much, I think, to even cover in this series, but like we're going to have to go on to another series with it, but I want to drop some things with you that you you will never believe on how this is one of the biggest opportunities for your business um, come up or for the turnaround. This could be your turning point. So our scripture is going to be coming out of Psalms 138 and 8, and um, I'm going to also kind of reference into Proverbs 12:25, just to help you to understand that fear is not all bad, but it's what you do with it that makes the difference. And so we want to talk about those negative effects of fear on today. And then we want you to think about what could you do instead. I can tell you there are a few of these fears that literally helped me succeed in a big way. And um, I hope it's a gift to you. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day you've made and we're glad we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, as we are coming to you, making our petitions made known, we're asking, oh, Father God, that you would give us 
a sound and clear mind that we would hear what thus says the Lord on today. Lord, as your servant decreased, may you increase like never before. May your Holy Spirit have his way here at Power Start Your Day. We are so grateful, oh dear Lord, for the word that we will apply in our lives. We will no longer just hide them in our minds and our hearts. We're going to put it into action so that we would bring glory to your kingdom. And for those who are going out to do great acts in your name, let them be full of good courage. Let them have the kingdom-minded perspective on the challenges that the earth is experiencing because nothing catches you by surprise, dear Lord. So that means that nothing should catch your people that will call you by your name by surprise. Let them remember the gifts, the tools, the weapons that you've given them to fight the wars and the spirit as well. In the earth realm, we honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's go to Psalm 138. It says, obviously, David, he says, the Lord will vindicate me. Your love, Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the work of your hands. Now, we know that fear drives out love. And if you, if you were to read, he says, God, God is love. So fear drives out love. So how can we, obviously, we don't want the Lord to abandon the work of his hands, and we want him to keep our hand, his hands on us. And we have been examining ourselves as to when situations or circumstances or moments arise, where are we really when we are um, looking at ourselves in faith? And we know that it's faith that activates the hand of God. So, okay, so if, if this is so, and I'm saying if for those who may be questioning, um, is this really how this goes? So, by the way, this is not the first time or the second and probably third, fourth, and this definitely won't be the last time that there will be things that would happen in the earth that would, in humans' eyes, um, prematurely interrupt the lives of others. But when we turn fear into fuel, it can be one of the most powerful, powerful, powerful tools to increase your faith. And so there are some negative effects to fear. And I just want to go over them really briefly with you just so that maybe you can choose why you want to, um, why it might be a good idea to say use these things that are happening in the earth to increase your faith and increase some things because, you know, fear could cloud our mind and judgment. And so, you know, write that down because 
if you turn it into fuel, it, it will switch that around, right? Um, fear can decrease our confidence. So in the business that we are in and we want to maximize the moment, we need to be confident enough to share what we have. But fear can also um, cause you to miss some very important moments. It, you know, when we start thinking about missing some moments, um, not only moments to make money, but if, if, if this is a time where we are so scurried and we are missing the moments where we can give our loved ones a hug or, you know, read a scripture and give our kids um, a very clear, clear strategy of how to handle moments. Uh, the kids are watching the adults, and uh, I'm definitely not the fearful type. I'm, I'm, I, I can tell you there, there were some, you know, fears when you're talking about a person who buried three children, and the fear literally, um, I fueled it into taking care of my health. That if I were to become pregnant again, that my body would be at the highest health. I wouldn't want it to be that it was something that I was being irresponsible with, meaning my body, that I would be the reason if God should decide to not allow me to take a baby full term. And so that fear, I turned it into fuel to where I literally became a person for so many years now, over uh, several decades, that started eating the, you know, the... um the three vegetable, two fruit kind of deal. And I still eat like that to this day. And, and it's so embedded in me that my body feel like when I'm traveling or something into cities like Las Vegas, where it's hard to find inside the, uh, some of the hotels, depending on where you are, a really good meal that has vegetables. Like the best thing you can find is maybe a salad. You're looking for vegetables. So my body now, um, that, that fear of me not having an adequate body to carry another life, I fueled it into me understanding the body and understanding some things about the body. And it helped me to learn more about systems in our body and more importantly, understand that even fear could affect our health. That stress now will begin to affect our, um, our immune system. And so in that standpoint, turning the fear into fuel to say, okay, wait a minute, I got to beef up some things in my body. Like where are some of the challenges that most people, people don't realize where their body is most vulnerable and that's like their gut, you know, they're not, you know, don't have the best gut health. And when I realized that, I learned that from a doctor, Dr. Witherspoon and She's still a very good friend of mine, and she gave me, like, specific things of understanding um, systems in the body to where I, that fear of health and everything, I had kids with respiratory issues, I was able to um, get them off of asthma medicine. They were kids that they would always try to give them prednisone and things like that. And so what I'm talking about is where your fear fueled you or caused you to make some power moves. It caused you to look at, okay, if you have the fear, if the fear is that big of a concern, you will make a move 
to make it better. And you can maximize those moments because I was able to even pull those things out now. And even I help people with basic things on, you know, things that can help them fix certain challenges in their body and they're thinking that they need meds or they're thinking that they need, you know, I take supplements, but they're thinking they need particular company supplements or whatever. No, it's getting to the cause. When Dr. Witherspoon began to help me to understand that modern medicine typically um, addresses the symptom, but does not address the cause of a challenge in the body or malfunction or a dysfunction or a disease in the body. So when I began to understand those things, I said, okay, when, when I heard some challenges coming about, I began to understand what our body needed. But I also understood that your mind, your mind is the driver of your body. And this is why person development is so powerful. So the fear should cause you to take more action in your personal uh, development, starting first from your spiritual development. Your spiritual development will help you defy what humans are showing and saying in their finite minds. You begin to seek infinite intelligence. Like the one who's seen all of this stuff before. So the fear can fuel you and take you closer to God, and now that fear can now uplevel your faith and cause you to take different action, cause you to work in a different way. So if you're talking about maximizing the moment, I'm always going to go back to the source, and then he's going to tell you things that you never was told before. Why? Because they were things you didn't ask before. Fear can cause you to ask different questions. But anxiety won't. Anxiety now is going to create more phobias. There are many people that are coming in contact with, you know, at this time in our world with the virus that is uh, can compromise our health, but there are some people who are surviving. And what we should want to do when we talked about fear fueling, uh, turning that fear into fuel, is to find out well what what was different with those who survived. We we know that fear can typically lead us into the negativity about the people who did not survive. But what about the people who did? And these type of fears help me become a millionaire. Because when I was in a challenge financially, and this was in 2008, it was coming. It was coming. It wasn't, it was, I didn't wait till the ship went all the way down. And I began to hear people talking about, at this moment, it was a financial pandemic and people were afraid to wear on Wall Street. You were hearing people jumping off of buildings. It was a lot of crazy things going on to the fact that I said, I see what's happening to the people who are not surviving, but I want to know 
who is surviving. And I began to pray that. I didn't know it was going to lead me into network marketing. I didn't get to read up and know that the network marketers work from home because the first first million I made was not from home. It was totally opposite. But then I saw the effects of it where I was out of the house all the time. I had teenagers. The house was going havoc. It was crazy with my family. And the fear of, hey, losing everything I love fueled me to learn more about how can I still be faithful to God, focus on my family, and still have more than enough finance. And when I got that, it was so different from those who were around me because most of the people in my first network marketing company, they too were coming from jobs. I was coming from a business, but most of them were coming from jobs. And they felt if you were not out of the house working, or they felt that if you were not working until you fell on your face, that you were not in it to win it until they saw my numbers rising to the top. And I realized that the fear I had of losing my faith where people fear that making a lot of money will cause them to become further away from God or they become more evil or uh, becoming, you know, wealthy or, you know, pursuing large amounts of money means that you got to break down everything in your family or women who make a lot of money, they can't keep a man. Women who go out there and make a lot of money, all their kids hate them and whatever. Well, I mean, sometimes, I mean, one, once in a blue moon, the kids be like, ah, oh, they don't like you. I mean, whatever. But then at least right now at this time, all of them love me so much. And and then they, they made it like you couldn't, you couldn't earn money. You couldn't earn an income and still have the things that people really wanted in life. And more importantly, keep your mind. When we're talking about maximizing the moment, what fear can you fuel to increase your faith? Like, if there is a particular fear right now that you have, specifically, even with if you had the sniffles, I'm telling you, I always have allergies and sinus issues around this time of year. And I know that um, I can definitely change or remove some things out of my diet, like eggs, right, immediately, and it probably would just go straight away. So I'll, like, minimize that or what have you. I know there are some things that I can do, uh, definitely increase the water. I drink a lot of water, but I can increase. Is there some things I can do? But we know that every fear you have, if you were to continue to assess it, God is going to give you access to a solution. So if it's fear that you're not going to have enough money to last you through a quarantine, would that fuel you to finally do what you said you were going to be doing? On a day-to-day basis in your DMO, would that fuel you to say, hey, that fear of not having enough is bigger, so big that you will realize that reaching out to people is smaller than not having more than enough for you and your family, that you'd reach out to those who you've been afraid to or you thought they weren't going to be interested in what you have? 
Could that fear of failure now fuel you to put in the work and get it done? If you have any fears on this morning and you want to share it, Coming to queue, I'll just take one or two. I'm getting to work because I got a lot of work to do. Our company literally just offered up a very, very powerful um, promotion that is so relevant. And we've always had this in our hand, but it wasn't used. And so with fear, it even caused our company to open up a different promotion they'd never done before. Fear will cause things to Uh, happen in your life or cause you to do things you've never done before. And doing things you've never done before is the only way to get things that you've never had. Let's open up. All right. 917-9478. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm amazing. This is Janessa here out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, wow, you really, really, really hit the nail on the head today because I was fearful and didn't even realize it. And it was just clouding my judgment and I couldn't figure it out. And I was just praying, like, what's going on with me? Like, I could not focus. Um, and you even mentioned the fears that I had um, that, you know, they were just kind of underlying, but they were really paralyzing me. Um, I'm, I was still moving, but it was almost like I was just pacing back and forth and not going anywhere in my mind. Um, even though I was just trying to do what I can do, you know, as a single mom of two small kids and now having to figure out how am I going to manage my time with the kids here, um, you know, and uh, I just felt really stuck for the past few days. It's like, Lord, please help me. Like, I need to come out of this cloud. Like you said, it, you know, the, the fear was clouding my mind and my judgment. And, um, uh, you know, it, it really did decrease my confidence and, um, you know, uh, just – I don't know, it, it was just really paralyzing if I could, um, um, you know, describe it. And um, it was my fear of running out of money and um, fear of, you know, failing. You know, am I really going to miss out on this moment? You know, I'm looking at everybody else. I'm looking through the timelines. I'm like, wow, everybody's just maximizing their moments, and I, I just feel like I'm running out of time. Um, so you really, really um, helped me this morning to, to at, least, at least identify it. Um, so that I can go to the Lord in prayer and, um, you know, uh, be specific about what I need um, from the Holy Spirit right now because I was so fearful and I, I really, I did, I guess I, because I didn't verbalize it, I didn't realize what it was. And I, I just, you know, it really um, kept me stuck for the past couple of days. I, I started even the, you know, going live and then I just stopped after four days and I was trying to do the 14 day challenge. And then I was, I got on myself because I had stopped after the fourth day and I, I was like, how do I get back in? Lord help me, you know? So um, thank you for um, helping me to identify that this morning. Well, I got something even better for you. Um, you, 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 you could probably go back and listen to this and um, hear your fears and quarantine those fears. Get specific on what your concerns are, what you're fearing, and then now you go and you say, I heard you say, okay, the kids are at home. How am I going to work with the kids at home? 
Now, if you ask yourself the question, could you really work while the kids are home? You're on the phone. You're on this call while the kids are home, aren't you? Yes, ma'am. Do you think that there are a lot of other people that have their kids at home? Yes. So if you were on a live video and you were speaking into your phone and they saw the kids at home, do you think that that would be more authentic or less authentic? More. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So if you were to go and you still identify what it is you want to talk about and you want to come up with three things you're going to do while the kids are at home so you can still be successful in your home-based business, could that turn into a video? Yeah. Okay. All right. You said something else. You said, I'm scrolling through the timelines. So the scrolling through the timelines is making you less confident. Should you be scrolling through Mm -hmm. your timelines? Would that be what your DMO is? Or should you be adding something to the timeline? Uh, Adding, definitely. Okay. Okay. Um. You 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 got to get clear on the outcome. So if you're saying you're afraid to run out of money, if you went and did the video and you continued on with the call of action that was asked you in your training, right? Um, if you mm-hmm. uh, continued on with the blitzing or you reaching out, um, could that now uh, give you an outcome that you want? Or if you do nothing, is that going to literally materialize your fear for you running out of money? Do you have an opportunity to make money even though you're at home? You do? So then how could you run out of money? The only way is if you don't maximize the moment. That's what this training is for. Even opportunities when people come in, you came in, and I want to applaud you to be courageous enough to say, wow, you hit the fears nail right on the head because you were able to get a solution. You were able to get direction of what do you do. There are tons of people on the line, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, and they will sit there and listen and stay in their fear. When I just shared with them that fear (laughs) made me a millionaire. Fears that I had is what made me keep going when everyone else was slowing down. Fear is what caused me to find a solution so that I could still be accessible at home and then I still can go to work. So after I get off of the call, I'm going to go. Since the family's waking up a little bit later, I get to do breakfast after the call and then I have work to do. I've been working. I've been working on my dreams. Janessa, you got this. You have everything you need. You just got to use what you got. Yes, ma'am. All right. God bless you. Love you. 864, last four, 9098. Good morning. Um, this is the last person that came to queue. I had a few of them. They backed out, child. Good morning. 864-9098. Good morning. I thank God I have a voice this morning. Sinuses. Let me see. I can't hear that person. I don't know. This person just hopped in. 630-9400. If, if we don't hear anyone, I got work to do, and I'll be all good. 630-9400. Good morning. 
Funny Queen. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. How are you, Queen? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. This is Jennifer again. You said everybody hopped out, so I hopped in. Thanks, um, sure. Jennifer from Chicago. <laughs> good morning, Chi-Town. <laughs> good morning. Morning. Good morning. It's going. So um, yesterday I had a really, really, really bad day. But I had yeah. to go. I had to go pray. I had to go think because they sent us a message saying that the corona was in our office. So they had to shut oh. down the building. So I went to the hospital just trying to see, like, how do you get the testing? And they were just like, oh, well, you have to have symptoms. If you have symptoms, don't come to the hospital. And right. I'm like, so I got four small children at home. So I'm like, oh, my God. So they like, oh, just self-quarantine and all this. So my day was really, like, thrown off by the email that we received from work. So I'm just like, oh, I'm just irritated. I got um, $1,300 for making my my next goal, my double goal. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I just went back and I went and I prayed and woke up this morning working from home, working my job, working the business, working, got to cook for the kids and do all these type of things. But I like what you just told her, like go on live with your kids because I had a fear of going on live. So today I'm going to go on live with me and my kids at home, thing, working, I'm working, they working. And so that's where I'm at with everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so cool. with the, with that, um, did you, if you started, if you want to present, right, they, they, they gave us some specifics. And I sent out a letter uh, to our team. And I just really gathered a few letters. I got a lot of letters from a lot of different companies and, you know, um, looking at what are the big companies sharing and everything. And so, but then I also gave like some points of some things that, you know, people could do, but I want you to um, think about right now that I know that they shared that Corona was in your building and that's like really close to home. And I totally understand the concerns because you got to go home with your baby. And, um, and, uh, but, but I, I can assure you that more than likely um, you probably have passed or came in contact with someone with Corona before they told you that in your building. (laughs) Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah, that's possible because I've been to the grocery. I've been everywhere, you know. So uh-huh. yeah, that's totally possible. Uh huh. They just you don't know. Have, <laughs> right. The person in front of you at the grocery store, they this didn't have. I got COVD on on my head. Right. Exactly. So what I was looking at, and I'm not saying that any of us are invincible, and I'm not saying that there should not be a concern, but I'm saying let's be proactive versus reactive. That's what unstoppable entrepreneurs do. That is what kingdom builders do. We are going to take the proper precautions. So the first thing is, is your kids, you guys have some really great vitamins. Do you have some really great probiotics? Are you keeping them where they are making sure they're eliminating regularly, giving them food that's going to make them eliminate? Because think about how they tell you to come over, get over any other virus. They say, hey, it's viral. It's going to go through the body with a certain amount of time. But if you catch anything super, super early, you have a higher chance 
So what if our body was already proactive? What if we were to prepare our bodies the best we can? And yes, quarantine, yes, keep it contained. But what if we were to be able to do that with our bodies? What if instead of us waking up and just hopping on our phones going, through the thing, what if we were now to be able to do some jumping jacks and spell and make sure that we are excreting, that our excretory, like we're moving things out of our system? What if this fear caused us to take different action and fueled us to think of our bodies in a different manner and start doing things we've never done with our bodies and our kids' bodies? Yes. Could that, could that help? Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course it could. This is the reason why they're saying currently, not everyone, but currently when we heard it, we heard that there were more people who were not surviving that had compromised immune and respiratory systems. Isn't that what they shared? That that were the higher yeah. fatality rates? So then now we do know we have younger people with you know, respiratory issues. A lot of children have asthma. And by the way, if your kids have asthma, a lot of the foods that we're giving them, high fructose, sugars, a lot of those uh, milk or meat-based products, uh, a lot of preservative foods, uh, remove those out of the cabinets and out of the if you if your kids are having those challenges, you know, um, you know, lactose and certain kinds of sugars, um, it kind of makes the mucus multiply or makes it even thicker where it can't move or excrete through the body, right? So what I encourage you guys, and I know that this is not a fix for everything, and I am not a doctor by very far means, but what I did realize is that I didn't need to be a doctor because I had kids that were on respiratory, heart machines, things like that coming home with me. So I had to figure out how these little bodies work, and now I have kids that very seldomly catch a cold. So Caden is looking at me like, Ma, what are you? Uh, I'm like, don't touch that, right? And he's like, Ma. I'm like, listen, boy, don't play with me. <laughs> at the same token, I'm thinking like, okay, you said I just washed my hands and I did like what the people told me and washed my hands like the surgeons and all that stuff. So I gave him something to do. But I always was building his body up with a lot of the right vitamins and minerals and building up that immune system. And then now quarantine them. You're doing a great job, mom. But our kids got to see what we do. And so I'm business as usual and Caden is business as usual. He's homeschooling, doing his work before he could ever go to the game. And I think the kids are thinking it's a vacation. It's real. I'm not, I'm a realist. I'm not no just optimist to the fact of where I am ignoring signs. I'm not that kind of girl. But I'm telling you guys, be real about some things and let's beef up our bodies and let's do some things as if we really want to leave a legacy, a legacy of spirit, mind, body, finances for our kids. They are going to get their examples from us. They're going to get their examples from us. And so any of us, we got to go into prayer Listen, now that you are lit, now you want to get lit. Go get lit in Power Moves group. Moms, I salute you. The people in the health profession that have to go out, just like the people who are standing on front guard. We got now. I know I shared this. 
incredible resources. People just didn't think it could get this severe. But some of the circles that I am in, I uh, have privy to get some information, not all, I'm not CIA, nothing like that, but I'm just saying, you know, I get incredible information on how severe things could be. And, um, you know, I want you to know that no matter what it is, that there is still God. Not even right now, the news, they need to start praying on the news. Oh, they too cool for school, huh? They don't want to make it clear that we as a country can begin to call on Abba Father. To say, help us. Help us to help you by increasing our faith and having more communication with you. Because you know everything. All right. I love you guys. Maximize any moment. We're going to be doing it on today. I hope that you will too.